I am Gregory Hallows, and this is Preserve Halloween Podcast. Um, just wanted to talk today. Uh, this is a project that I've been wanting to do for some time. Uh, I love Halloween-related music. I love anything to do with music, really. Um, in my lifetime, I have managed a record store. I've been a college radio DJ. I have worked for a few record labels doing street team promotions as well as, you know, just promotions in general. When I was in college, I worked for MTV for a small period of time. I currently uh, have built a, a radio station in my house so that I can play whatever I want to because there, there doesn't exist a radio station, as far as I know, that plays the diverse type of music I listen to. So I created one myself that plays, you know, just within my house. And it's, you know, my kids are growing up listening to anything from AFI to Frank Sinatra to Dolly Parton to, you know, electronic music. So, you know, you turn on the radio station in my house, there's no telling what's going to play next. But I've always loved playing Halloween music and I play it all year round, but especially love making playlists during, you know, Halloween, October. And there are a lot of songs that just are quintessential Halloween songs to me. And I have a fun time looking into the history of these songs. I did a, a podcast uh, before that went into the song Haunted House and the two different, you know, singers that have ties to that song. But uh, today I wanted to get into a song that most everybody knows, whether you know the band or not, uh, you've heard it or you've heard a cover of it, or I mean, at, at the least you've seen the band's logo. Um, of course, I'm talking about Misfits. Um, the, the crazy thing is, is, I mean, it's, it's nuts to, to imagine this. I mean, or it just makes some of us feel really old, but can you believe that 40 years ago, this coming Halloween, uh, the band that is credited as the originators of horror punk, the Misfits, they released their fifth single on Glenn Danzig's Plan 9 Records label. And of this, only 5,000 copies were pressed. This release was the first to use the uh, iconic, famous Monsters of Filmland-inspired logo on the cover. And it, it also is the first release to refer to the band simply as Misfits, not The Misfits. Um, that song, of, of course, is Halloween. That was the A-side to the uh, single. The B-side was Halloween 2. Um, this song, along with 11 or 12, depending on which uh, history you read. Uh, other songs was uh, recorded in August of 1980, and it was these songs were recorded for a planned album that never was released in its entirety. Uh, Jerry Only's younger brother, Doyle, practiced and recorded his own tracks, uh, guitar tracks and overdubs during this session, and uh, these, this group of tracks was mixed in September, and by October, 
one of the bandmates was out of the band, that of course being Bobby Steele, and he was replaced by the 16-year-old upstart named Doyle Wolfgang von Frankenstein. Um, three of the songs from the session uh, back in 1980 were eventually released in April of 1981 as the three hits from Hell EP. The A-side was London Dungeon, and the B-side was Horror Hotel Ghoul's Night Out. Uh, Bobby Steele's guitars were used for the main riff of London Dungeon, and uh, producer Robbie Alter, he uh, played the chords, and Doyle's guitar is used on the other two tracks. And both of those B-side songs uh, were based on horror films, of course. Uh, Horror Hotel was a 1960 Christopher Lee movie, and... Uh, Night of the Ghouls was a 1958 Ed Wood movie, and those were inspirations for those songs. And, of course, Misfits always, you know, seem to be associated with horror and especially B-horror. That was, you know, something that came on after the Static Age uh recordings i believe or the static aid sessions um but anyway the rest of 1981 this new lineup uh continued to record for a full length that was later to be released on slash records called uh walk among us but in october uh october 31st 1981 uh, misfits released uh two tracks from that august 1980 recording session as the halloween single um, side A was Halloween, of course, and Side B was Halloween 2. Uh, this was the last release to include uh, guitarist Bobby Steele. His recordings were used on the B-side, Halloween 2, and Doyle's guitar is used on the A-side track, Halloween. Um, and The Misfits, one of the things to me that's always fun to, to you know realize and fun to talk about and especially for me is you know the band is named after a Marilyn Monroe movie her final film the misfits uh they loved horror and it's you know it's pretty obvious how much they loved horror plan 9 records of course is named after the edward movie um and starting around 78 the the band started to change their appearance and it's the one that most everyone who has just a vague knowledge of the band associates you know this look with them uh the skeletons the dark makeup and of course the uh that devil lock hairstyle um the fact that they used the crimson ghost skeleton as their mascot i thought was awesome uh the fiend club fan club that danzig pretty much ran himself out of the basement uh all this stuff just makes you want to love misfits um i know that they have a lot of controversy uh as a band and it's you know it's crazy that um during their initial existence from you know the 70s late 70s to around 1983 uh they were underground popular but not mainstream popular i mean especially not even close to what it has become i mean there are a ton of people that know the that that skeleton logo and have no idea what it comes from. They just, you know, it's everywhere. 
it's on any kind of product that you can think of. Um, and the, the, the crazy thing is the misfits as, you know, the traditional lineups or the, you know, the, the first incarnation of the misfits only put out two full length albums and, you know, some singles and EPs. They didn't have a huge catalog, but they were hugely influential. Um, Metallica, Green Day, Rob Zombie, all of them considered Misfits an influence on their the band. Uh, My Chemical Romance, Alkaline Trio, Blink-182, even bands like that owe a lot of debt to Misfits. Uh, a lot, and, you know, of course, Metallica covered uh, Misfits song, Guns N' Roses, AFI, which I love AFI's cover of Halloween, uh, Dropkick Murphys, They've all covered Misfit songs, and um, the reissues and the previously unreleased tracks that were put out, I think that's what kind of pushed them into the popularity that they eventually are now have. You know, they just did Reunion Tour, and, you know, from everything I read about those, it was nuts. Um, but... Those reissues and, and all those unreleased tracks and all that stuff. And, you know, the fact that Danzig himself became popular after Misfits, after he left, that all created a whole new generation of fans, which is great for a, for a band that, you know, started out with just two, two albums. It's kind of, to me, reminiscent of The Smiths in a way. You know, The Smiths are this hugely influential band, but... They didn't put out a lot of material, but you know, it's so, I mean, so good. I, I mean, I'm a huge Smiths and Morrissey fan. Anyway, um, so they, it's to me, Misfits is just, you know, it's a Halloween band, it's a horror band. They, you know, of course, horror punk, they, they were the origins of that, but what, do you think is your favorite Misfit songs? Of course, I love Halloween, but there are so many other good songs that they that they recorded. Um, I would love to hear your memories of the band itself. Uh, what do you think about the song Halloween? I mean, do you think it's overplayed? Do you think it doesn't deserve its place in in everybody in the you know universe's Halloween playlist every year? Or do you think it's just one of those songs that's a no brainer? Um, is it a must-have on your annual Halloween playlist, or or is it a song that you're going to get sick of hearing at some point? I don't think so. I just I love the song every time I hear it. My children now sing it when uh, they hear it come on my radio station at home, and they also I think probably it's second to uh, Susie and the Banshees, Cities and Dust. My five-year-old. Absolutely adores Susie uh, and the Banshees. So does my older daughter. But, you know, that's kind of what we grew them up on. Uh, anyway, so the Misfits, Misfits, Danzig, uh, I guess you would uh, pronounce it wrongly, Sam Hain, um, his other band. Which version of, of those bands do you like the best? Is Misfits, uh, you know, the original or whatever version of the original you consider the original, is that the band that will always be head and shoulders above any other Danzig project? Um, just let me know. 
uh, preservehalloween at gmail.com. You can write me on Facebook or Instagram, and I will love to hear the comments you guys have up. And, and this is, like I said, this is just one of uh, hope, hopefully a uh, series of podcasts I do on songs from Halloween, because if you know anything about me, you know I love Henry Hall's uh, Here Comes the Bogeyman. That's probably going to be the next topic uh, podcast of song uh, podcasts I do, because I absolutely love that song, and I, I do want to know more about it. Um, but I'm going to leave you with this uh, this short uh, question that uh, there's a guy named Jason Heller. He writes for the AV Club, and he interviewed Danzig uh, and asked him, he said, do you ever listen to any happy, positive music? And Danzig answered him by saying, anything that makes you feel good is happy and positive. It takes two negatives to make a positive. I've always been the person who likes to take negatives and turn them into positives. And if they stay negative, that goes, that's okay, too. So... That's, you know, that's like one of those Skeletor live, laugh, love uh, quotes that is somewhat unexpected from someone who seems uh, kind of a morbid guy. But, hey, Danzig, uh, he, he, his happy, positive music is whatever you think it is. So take that uh, word of advice and uh, like we always say, preserve Halloween. Preserve Halloween.